Outside the box, trying to be out there. Today's topic is in the streets. Hong Kong, Chile, Iraq, Haiti, Lebanon, Spain, Bolivia, Algeria, Ecuador, maybe Iran, and don't forget Puerto Rico. Everyone is out in the streets these days, telling the world how bad life is, when a few people have too much money and influence, and almost everyone else gets left behind. What are they angry about? How much corruption hurts day-to-day life for so many trying to play by the rules of honesty and fairness? How important it is to have a say in your own government and not be controlled by some other country? What a struggle life is, even for those who work hard, because the economy sucks. We may hear more about the democracy protests in Hong Kong, because that's a former British colony and so many there speak English. Activists are demanding an end to Chinese influence over who controls the Hong Kong government. But Hong Kong is just one of many. People have gone into the streets worldwide in recent months. The Prime Minister of Lebanon resigned amidst rallies of one million people in a country of only six million. One reason was attacks on WhatsApp calls. Would we in the U.S. be protesting if Google started charging for each search? But the Lebanese were in the streets also to demand a better economy and government that served everyone and not just government officials who had their hand in the till. Despite its sectarian divisions, Lebanon has suddenly become unified in its demand for change. Something also snapped for over a million protesters in Chile, when billionaire president Sebastian Piñera announced a subway fare hike. Street actions and violence followed. As a result, Chile is no longer hosting an upcoming United Nations Climate Emergency Meeting, COP25, or an economic summit. The fare hike has been canceled. But now Chileans want more changes. Those actions resemble protests that brought down the governor of Puerto Rico, Ricardo Rosseo, a few months ago. Mismanagement of hurricane recovery efforts and snide remarks about Puerto Ricans were two reasons for demonstrations there. Stories are similar in Haiti, Iraq, Ecuador, Algeria, Bolivia, and Spain. Corruption. Austerity, sometimes caused by the International Monetary Fund or World Bank, incompetent government officials making empty promises, inadequate services as basic as clean water and electricity, stolen elections, and the use of political power for personal gain while the rest of the population suffers, have pushed millions to action. These street demonstrations have not been entirely spontaneous or just a way to let off steam. They've toppled heads of state, withdrawn hated policies and taxes, and gotten other reforms implemented. In almost every one of these street protests, it is students and youth who are taking the lead, sometimes with the backing or shared leadership of indigenous people and workers. They have little to lose. It's no wonder they're in the streets. Will these protests continue? Will new ones spring up? This Outside the Box is being recorded in mid-November, so anything is possible.
But what about the United States besides Puerto Rico? Do we have a reason to be in the streets? A loss of democracy? Trade wars and higher prices that take away economic security? Racism and discrimination? Corruption in government? Economic inequality? Immigration? The story is the same as in all the countries in revolt I mentioned earlier. Those in power can get away with hurting most of the population only to the point where millions refuse to accept that status quo. What are we waiting for? Have you been in the streets in recent days? If not, what could get you riled up enough to join a demonstration? I'm Larry Danzinger, ready to be in the streets if I, I know more will follow.